0: We
1: to get on some big bucks today. Get on a track bucks and work
0: out today. Welcome to another episode of the Adirondack Bucks and Beyond Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Stagger Gear. If you haven't yet, make sure you head on over to the Stagger Gear website where you'll find everything from their wool tracker jacket, their Apex Merino base layers, and even their 100 percent rag wool gloves and much more. Everything you need to keep you dry, warm, and comfortable for a long day's adventure in the woods. Be sure to enter our promo code ABB with any purchase made on the Stagger Gear website to get 10% off your order. That's promo code ABB for 10% off your order, all at www.staggergear.com. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Adirondack Bucks and Beyond podcast. It is Adam and myself here right now. And we're just going to do a little intro here quick. Um, like I said, we're at, we're at Hunt Stock, and uh, it's busy today. Yeah. Saturday, a lot of people coming around and telling stories and stuff. So we figured we would uh, get the podcast gear out and uh, get some of these guys on here to tell their stories because they've been showing us a lot of cool bucks. So that's what you're about to hear.
2: Yeah. Uh, Pat really knocked the, knocked the ball out of the park here yet again this year. Mm-hmm. This place is freaking bumping.
0: Yep, two years in a row. Yep, two the years
2: vibe, in a row. Vibes awesome. Uh, food's every, good. Beers food's cold. Food's good. Beers. Beers cold. And,
0: and the conversations are even better. Everybody so. wants to talk bucks. So um, the first guy you're going to be hearing here, actually, I forgot his name. Yeah, but, I forgot his name. Yeah, he'll he'll <laughs> be back at 2:30, and uh, he's going to tell us the first story, and then after that, it's just going to kind of be a compilation of many stories coming in from from many yeah. different people. And, and these are stories
1: I think of a lot of our you know a lot of our our fan fan base and listeners.
0: Yep. Yep, so it'll be really cool. So, that's what you guys are gonna be hearing. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get into it. Okay guys, we are sitting here with our first guest, Matt Mullen, and uh, Matt and I were over here talking, and he was showing me some pictures of a giant Adirondack buck that he killed, and uh, the story was very unique and interesting. So, he's sitting down here, and he's gonna share his story with us. So, let's hear it. Let's start right from the the (laughs) beginning, just like you told me before.
3: All right, well, uh, like every good hunting story starts, uh i wasn't even gonna go (laughs) which which is actually true um uh i was laying on my couch at home and i was gonna take the day off i had been pounding the woods pretty hard and uh the motivation struck me so i got in my truck and i headed up to some of the areas i like to stomp around in in the adirondacks i usually um I bounce around from season to season, from yep. place to place, but I usually stay in the central Adirondack region, mm-hmm. give or take. Um, I've had decent luck with with at least putting my eyes on deer there in the past. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, and and so, the pictures you show me definitely prove that. Yeah, <laughs> so uh,
3: yeah, so you know, stick with what works, I guess, right? And um, so I pull up to this, uh, I guess you could call it a trailhead. I, you know, I refer to it as an access point, and uh, to start the day. And shortly thereafter, I ran into two hikers. Keep in mind, I don't think I've ever seen anybody on this path before in yep. my entire life. Yeah. And uh, we had a decent conversation um, revolved around me assuring them that uh, they were not going to be shot by these they crazy. Be,
0: they'll be safe. That they will be safe. <laughs> yeah. The
3: crazy hunters are not as crazy as they might think. And... Uh, that uh, they're probably more safe in this Adirondack woods with me with this hunting rifle than they are walking on their local city street.
0: Absolutely.
3: And uh, we had a good conversation. I think it was good to bring a little perspective to them because obviously yeah. they weren't from our circle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
3: So anyway, I take off and I'm meandering along. I guess most people would refer to it as still hunting. I guess by these yep. days. And yeah. it was bare ground.
0: Bare, bare ground, ground. No yeah. snow. No. No snow at the, this what's point. What's the date on this?
3: November fifth, I believe. Okay. Off so. the top of my head. Okay. Um no snow like i said uh, i had to drag my ass off the couch you know uh, yeah so i start along i'm still hunting i guess as some people will call it um and out of the corner of my eye i i I catch movement slithering through the pines you know i like to focus on uh the transitions in the woods myself personally so uh you can as you would picture in your mind just a rack buck sleeking through the
0: i could picture when you were telling me a story earlier that's all i could pick like when you said that i could just picture i'm like oh my god he has to tell his story because everyone is going to be able to put themselves in your shoes
3: right with this story it's just just, it's very cliche you know very picturesque yeah Yeah. so there there it is you know there's this rack buck just sleeking its way through these four or five foot uh foot sparse pine you know just just like you would think yeah and uh i turned the barrel on him identified it as a buck that i was willing to drag out of there and i pulled the trigger and the deer ran away and i missed <laughs> from like 50 yards away <laughs> yep. Yep. um so after i had a little temper tantrum uh to myself obviously i went over there you know uh, i believe it's very important to exercise you know due diligence and making sure that you did clean miss a deer absolutely oh, no, it was, I, i'm it's a huge ethic to me on, on that part that absolutely. I don't
0: just abandon shit. Right. Yep. That uh, yeah, he gonna, was just blocking the wind yeah. out of his oh, mic. That, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I am absolutely going to take all time and effort to make sure that that my job
0: is That's awesome, done man, because that is what you should you know, be doing. I, I, yep. I can't
3: tell you how many times over the years we've seen people, uh, and right or wrong, but they, they just assume they missed, mm-hmm. right? And we, we it's, all know that's not always right. the case. So I go over there and there's a clean mess on that deer so yeah. now um
0: and well what you showed us was a little of white hair you found on the ground right
3: this was actually the same day deer before
0: okay okay i'm getting i'm, 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 getting, uh, yeah. I'm jumping ahead then right yeah yeah okay i'm okay.
3: sorry okay. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna skip and jump no no no, 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 no no you're no, fine no. i thought
0: oh. i thought we we're at that part of the story no I'll, not, I'll let you go no I'll let you go. so
3: that that was like uh so I'll speed up past that because it was a no ender anyway. But needless yep. to say, now I'm convinced that because I do use my rifle as a walking stick and a tree holder, <laughs> and uh, who knows what. Could so happen. don't we all, right? Yeah. So yeah. now I've got myself thinking that maybe I can shoot around trees with this rifle at this point. Because, <laughs> but anyway, I, uh, you know, I, I progress and uh, I, I was ready to go back to the truck at this point. You know, I've already had a, a human encounter, which was yep. odd. I've now missed a, a shooter buck. Yeah. It's time to go home, right? You know, and uh, the the knucklehead in me said, no, nah, I'm not done yet, right? Yeah. So uh, I, I trudge on, and now it's time to get off this trail, and uh, I'm going to head off into the abyss. So yep. I head off into the abyss, and um, approximately three miles later, I know people lose judge of distance, right, in it yes. was like that, you yeah. know, you always hear, I was five miles in, and they were 500 feet in, you know, <laughs> so it's, uh, um, I'm gonna use some GPS, uh, issues, right? Yeah. so approximately three miles into this, um, I hear a noise off in the woods ahead of me, and it's, it's just like a, a turkey stampede,
0: uh, sounds like squirrels maybe rolling around on the ground, or yeah, just louder, yeah, if squirrels yeah. were like
3: 50 pounds, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it was just probably one of the loudest leaf frenzies, if
0: you will, that, mm-hmm. I, that I've heard. So it's a crunchy day too, right? Is it's it a, a crun- crunchy day. It's a crunchy day. Very it's crunchy day. It's a crunchy day. day. So uh, yeah, all, you, all the
3: cards are like
0: not good. You know it's mean? stacked against you basically. Right. Okay. Yeah.
3: But, which will turn out to actually be a good thing, by the way. Right. So right. it's not always a bad thing, right? Right. Um, so I get it in my head, you know, first, just like any other hunter who's probably honest. Oh, maybe, you know, Turkeys. Right, you know, because of this racket. And yeah, no, no, then I convinced myself that it was uh, a group of does feeding, you know, that to have this much noise for this long. Yeah, it has to be a group of does. So now, because it is noisy, I'm gonna sneak up on these does and I'm gonna watch these does. And I'm gonna hopefully this big racker buck is gonna come along and we're gonna turn this day around. Right? Yeah, and right. uh, so I took I don't even know maybe a half an hour, maybe I don't know to I was able to. Creep up on this yep. group of does. Yeah. So now I'm approximately 25 yards away, maybe maybe 30 yards away, and uh, I, I catch a visual of this group of does, which, by the way, turns out to be a single slammer buck. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll
0: throw the if I get that picture from you before you leave, we'll Absolutely. throw it in this in this podcast. I'll put it over top of the yeah. podcast. This buck's a giant, yeah, a giant, a a, a absolute rack of an Adirondack buck, yeah. So giddy. Yes. You know, I
3: was, I was giddy yes. as a schoolboy. <laughs> and, uh, of course, now the, now, now, it, now it becomes real. Right. Know? And, uh, the deer does not want to give me a shot. Keep in mind, it has no idea I'm there, because he's even creating so much noise, the wind is right, you know, whatever right. the, whatever factors anybody wants to throw in there, luck.
0: Yeah. He, he doesn't want to give me a shot. Yeah.
3: So, he actually turns away and starts to walk away from me right right?
0: and and just to backtrack you for a second you said this buck was absolutely destroying the area right
3: oh yeah there was like a um like a 20 yard diameter let's say yeah you know if you put a pin in the middle and he was just
0: like kind of running around in circles going back and forth yeah
3: there was zero method of the madness he was not making a scrape he was not making a rub he was not feeding he was going from tree to tree just trashing the branches Running ten yards to the left, trashing it. Running ten yards to the right, kicking leaves. It was.
0: It's so crazy. So, so when you told me that, all I could think of is that he must have heard heard you walking, maybe, and thought you were another buck, or, or what was it? Do you know? Another was another buck there, or what? Not
3: that I could see.
0: So you just have no idea.
3: No, no idea. That's I crazy. Mean, literally no idea. That's crazy. That is
0: not a lot of people walk up on a buck just absolutely. Just trash yeah, in the area. Sure. Land. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, if maybe f- a rub or a scrape or something, but the, what you're describing right. is, is pretty unique.
3: Yeah. 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 I mean, even for me, you know, I'm, I'm taking a second guess, right? Right. Because I'm thinking it's got to be fighting another bug. You know, like there's right. this. But no, it was just deer gone wild. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, finally, he, he turns 180 and actually comes back at me. And he steps out. I leveled that odd six on him and I pulled that trigger and bang and nothing. <laughs> and the deer takes off running, right? So now what? I'm like, this is two now I'm this is two misses, right? So now I'm absolutely convinced that my gun is now shooting wrong in circles. Right. You know, it's like a boomerang yeah. gun. Uh, but due diligence is important, right? So yeah. I went up there and I looked and as you saw in the picture, you know, there's a a tuft of hair on right. the ground, right? That would generally, to me, be indicative of more of like a low brisket mm-hmm. shot. Um, so now I'm just sick to my stomach, you know, that there's no blood. I absolutely did make contact with
0: this deer. It's so demoralizing. I just, yeah.
3: It's just, you know, as a. I think we can all agree, well, not everybody, but. I'm an animal lover, you know, I'm a hunter, but I'm also an animal lover. I think that's
0: a lot of the, like, true, true hunters are an animal lover and nature lover, and we love the animals just as much as anybody else does. Yeah, I think
3: it's a misconception that we don't, right? We're just just these brutal Neanderthals. And we could go on
0: and on about that, but, yeah, I I completely agree with you. So,
3: doing due diligence, you know, I see the tough, and um, fortunately for me, the deer took off running, and I could see clearly through turned up leaves where this deer has, is is running and bounding.
0: Yep.
3: Well, what are you going to do? We're going to go after him. Yep. <laughs> and so I immediately, you know, I was torn, right? Do you, do you wait? No, when you clipped it, do you wait? Do you, do, you, do you jump on this deer? You know, like, what are you going to do, right? Yep. Of course, daylight's a time. For, I mean, there's a bunch of things at play here. Yeah. Uh, so I chose to jump right on it. And um, I want to. I think we talked like twenty yards, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And uh, I look up ahead of me, and there's a pine tree. For scale, the pine tree's I don't know, an inch diameter maybe. You know, it's not huge by yep.
0: any, any stretch of the. You guys cutting out a little bit? Yeah. Hang on, I'll fix that real quick. All right. that one now yep. Good. Yep. Sorry about that. Um,
3: and and I have never seen this before. Uh, you you saw the picture of that? Maybe I'll you know, I'll give you that one too. Yes. You know, just for yes. Interest, I
0: yes. Definitely. But uh.
3: The, the, it looked like a lollipop. There was, like, a foot-long piece of fat sinew, no hair, no blood, literally wrapped around the tree.
0: Yeah, it looked like someone had tied it around the tree. Like, basically. it
3: literally looks like somebody set that up. Yeah, right? I you know, mean, like
0: it's, like, tight around the tree. It's not, like, yeah. loosely hanging off like branches. Play, like like this were playing thing. tetherball. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, that's exactly. It slapped the tree and wrapped around and ra- it super right. tight.
3: Like, yeah. I would think that somebody... I, like that was a fraud, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if
0: you didn't take these pictures, no one would believe you. By the way. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> no doubt. That's why I
3: did it. <laughs> so bacon wrapped sapling. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, now it's got it in my head. Uh, you know, I'm going to find this deer. You know, you yeah. know what I mean for many reasons. Yes. Right? So, yeah. um, I was able to continue to dry track that deer
0: uh, through turned up Which leaves. Is very impressive. Uh, That's and
3: awesome. and a lot of luck. A lot, know, yeah. You know, well, I mean, uh, maybe maybe some years of. <sighs> of uh folklore you know yeah, yeah. There, there, you know there were some right and left turn choices at albuquerque
0: yep and hey, I well just, there's always a lot of luck i sort of took the
3: the downhill into the thicker area choice as opposed to the uphill choice yep and whatever and it
0: worked out yeah but, well i mean uh, that's that's just your gut telling you though i mean what does a deer do usually when it gets hit somewhere yeah it probably wants to run downhill towards water versus uphill that's, so that's you know. what i was counting on yep Yep. <laughs> um
3: so i was able to run this dry track for Uh, GPS again, you know, for a quarter mile which some people say isn't that far but I can assure you that was a slow drawn out, oh there's a step, there's a step process. And uh, at which point we go back to the dry ground, I heard noise in front of me again and uh, I just had to assume that it was that deer and I came out of this little low swamp little wetland, worked my way up the hill, totally cliche poked my head up over the top of the knoll and there he is staring back at me.
0: Unbelievable. And boom. And that, and that was it for him. That and is an that awesome story. And that, that, and that just goes to show that persistence always ends up paying off, especially in the big woods because you could have stopped after you saw the hikers. You could have stopped right. after you missed the first buck. You could have stopped and not looked for the buck after you thought you missed him and just found a little tough hair and be like, oh, he's fine, but you didn't. And you kept going, and it paid off for it, and you got him, and he is an absolute giant. Yeah, I mean,
3: I, I can't say enough about persistence, you know. Well, we talked yeah. about this, and this yeah. is probably maybe not even the appropriate forum, but oh, I've never done a podcast. I've never even been an a electronics type, of, type yeah. of guy or a media guy. Um, That's I'm, great. I'm you're glad, doing great. I'm glad for the opportunity to do this. You Oh, know? yeah. Um, absolutely. I would uh, I would like to tell the people out there who are listening to this and they go to these Adirondack seminars yep. with, uh, if I'm allowed to name drop, you know, uh, yeah. Donito and Massa. Yeah. You know, they're from my general area. Yeah. So these guys' names, you know, they've been inspirations to me long before I cross paths with them. Uh, yep. You know, the guys I started hunting the Adirondacks with, uh, Tony Durante, uh Carlo Grazade, Chris Cucciarelli. Yep. Um, I mean, uh, you don't have to be this top-notch best hunter in the world to be able to. I'm not the best hunter in the world. You yep. know what I mean? You know, I was glad I got a great buck. I've got some bucks over the years. Yep. Um, I don't want people to ever think that they can't do what we're talking about doing
0: exactly because of what you
3: because of what you said you know yep. the water will wear a rock out sooner or later with enough patience and perseverance.
0: yes you know what i mean definitely you will win eventually <laughs> if you just stick to it you that know? is that is right man and uh that story is awesome yeah. we really appreciate you coming on appreciate here it. and telling that and it's been a pleasure to meet you oh, man. thanks for having me i yeah.
3: appreciate you guys this is something new for me out something i'll remember i'm sure
0: perfect perfect all right man thank you yep Okay, guys, we have our next guest on here, Jordan Vance. Vance? Yep. Okay, got that right. Good, I'm awful with names, so that's a good start. But uh, Jordan shot a giant buck in the Adirondacks, too, big 11
1: pointer on the snow. So let's hear that story. Uh, 16th, I think, in November last year was the first day we had any snow at all. Yep. Uh, I actually have, from my camp, I got one road I can drive down, and I was heading out to a different area, and I cut his track off the road, which is impossible in the Adirondacks, but I managed to do it, and uh, I got out of the truck, looked at it, and 10 foot off the road, he'd made a pretty good rub, and I said, <laughs> guess that's that'll, the one for the day. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got on his track, and he went straight uphill, and on the top of the hill was a barnyard, and there was a bunch of does in there, and he kept going up and picking a doe off and chasing her for a bit, and I'd have to sort it out, and uh, eventually... He totally left those does and just started cross country and he kept, he wanted the bed in the worst way, but he kept laying in impossible spots, open hardwood, big, you know. Just Just beating you every time. Old growth, it's impossible. He was laying on the top of a knob on a finger every time and I'd see him 150, 200 yards away. Yep. And after a couple times, I kinda got onto what he was trying to do and I tried calling once, that didn't work, and then I think it was the fifth time I actually jumped him instead of stopping and waiting. I just ran like a bastard on his track and went two knobs or two fingers over and stood there and a couple minutes later I shot him at 15 foot. Oh my goodness. That's how great. how much did he weigh? Uh 164. 164 and did you score him? No. He's 22 and a quarter inch inside and had 11 scoreable points. Oh, so. Is
0: that your first Adirondack buck? Have you been hunting the Adirondacks oh, no. for no, a no. long time, yep. or okay? A... So you shot
1: you shot some other good ones too, then. Oh right. yeah, yeah. Okay. Was that your biggest one? Uh, rack wise. Okay. I shot heavier and. What's your biggest body? Uh, I shot one 227. All right, let's hear that. St- let's hear one more story <laughs> then. If you got if you got it, I want to hear it. Uh, so that was kind of a weird one. Uh, I in my camp, I got my cousin is the one in camp with me, and his old man was sick. And uh, so it would be my great uncle, actually. He's my second cousin. But his old man was sick. But we knew he was in in and out of the hospital for a few days. But anyways, we said 10th or 12th, whatever day it was in November, we said, we're going to camp. Yep. We'll check our phones, regular, whatever. Yep. And uh, we had a scuff of snow. Not, I mean, it was enough to track, but it would have been tough. And uh, I'm just working down a ridge trying to find a track, and I hear deer moving on my left uphill, and I looked, and a doe crapped off the hill, and right behind her was a buck, and I was a long ways from the road, and I kind of, it was kind of, it was the first day of any snow we'd had in all year, right? Right. and he was, I was actually in a spot that had been logged, so it was thicker than hell, and he had short tines, so I was watching him, and he got kind of level with me, probably 40 yards away, and winded me, or saw me, or whatever, and he turned to go away, and I seen that he was probably 19, 20 inches wide, Yeah. And I said, oh, shit. That's so <laughs> I didn't get a shot at him there, but track was fresh, and I was on him. So I gave him 20 minutes, got on his track, and probably went a half hour. And I heard my cousin shoot twice, which yep. is our sign to get cell signal. Radios aren't worth a shit right up there. So. Yeah, no, never. So I went to the top of the hill, and seen his text message, I called him, and he said, my old man's not good. I got to go. And I'd ridden okay. up to camp with him. So that was a Tuesday. So I left the track. We headed home. Uh, his old man ended up dying the next day on the Wednesday. Oh no! And then Thursday night, I had I was on. I worked at the paper mill at the time, so I only had two weeks of hunt. Yeah. So I the funeral was Sunday and everything. So I told. I got in my truck at two in the morning and headed up to camp, and I texted him, "I'm away." I said, "I know you got stuff going on." I said, "But I gotta go. You know, I'll be home for Sunday," and he. When I got service again, I got a text message to him saying he's on his way. He'll be up to hunt with me. Yep. So I kind of texted him where I was headed. I was going back after that buck. We still had a scuff snow, but I knew it was getting warm that day. Right. And uh, So I hiked all the way in in the dark, and probably 300 yards from where I bumped him, it was still dark, and I just knew kind of that swamp pretty good. Yep. And I waited for daylight, and once it got daylight, I went. A hundred yards down into the swamp, just poking our way through. We still had a scuff of snow, but it would have been tough tracking. Yeah, and uh, a doe jumped up thirty yards in front of me and kept looking at me and looking over her shoulder, looking at me, looking over her shoulder. Yeah. So I was ready, and he got up. I didn't know it was him, obviously. Right. You just saw bone. I just saw <laughs> a wide rack, and he was in the thickest stuff imaginable. Yeah. And I sent as fast as I could five his way. What are you <laughs> shooting? What are you carrying for a gun? Uh, that one I killed with a 7600 pump, 35 weapon. Okay, yep. And uh, Big iron. I th- yeah, yeah. threw my next clip out of my pocket in, and I seen him coming up the hill on the other side, and I knocked him down. Longest shot I've ever made on a deer. He was yeah 200 yards at least. And I knocked him down, and uh, that's when the fun started, I guess, because <laughs> I hit him with some of the first ones, I guess, and then got on his track and we still had like I said a scuff of snow then and he went a mile mile and a half probably away from the truck obviously and yeah, uh, of course he did right yeah <laughs> he was heading down in a swamp where there was kind of a beaver pond and I heard ice breaking so I ran like hell through you know the pines that are around beaver swamps so that you can't see through yeah, yeah. and he had just made it to the other side and was trying to get up the other hill and I shot again, and then he turned, and I shot two more times, and then he went back out in the water. He just cracked the ice out of it and died 30 yards out in the pond. So I had to how'd go you, out and get him.
0: How would you go out and get him?
1: I uh, stripped my underwear. and <laughs> <laughs> how, cold, how cold was it? It was cold. <laughs> I was breaking <laughs> ice. <laughs>
0: oh, man, those are great stories, yeah. though. Those are great stories. We appreciate you coming on and telling them, man. Yeah, appreciate Thank it. Thank you very Thank much. You. All right, guys, we have our next uh, guest on here zach smith he was just up at our booth talking to us telling us some pretty cool stories so he's gonna tell tell a story on here i don't know which one you want to start off with the adirondack one or maine or whatever
4: i think i'll stick with i'll stick with the with 2020 okay with, let's uh, hear it with the COVID year there so um first first destination was was allagash staying with i'll give a shout out to allagash guide services brandon brandon lane yeah good good duty are looking for a place to stay but uh I'd actually went out early driving roads for tracks as I always do. So probably like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Cut cut a, cut a big track. Took note of that one. And ended up. Well, actually, that's no, that wasn't even the same morning. My my dad that was a, that was another cool thing. My dad yep. was with me that year too. Oh, that's awesome. So um, memorable then. Well, that's well. I'm a, I just went backwards. That's 2019. We're gonna tell that one first anyway. Okay. Right. So this is 2019. Okay. Um, my dad went went up with me. He was just he basically it was awesome because he just. He didn't really want to hunt much. He tracked. He tried to track a little bit, but he kind of just circled the roads with me and picked me up and was like my my driver, so it made made getting out of the woods a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, we we actually found that track that night, and it was was made like right in the evening there, so I just planned on coming back to it in the morning, Mm -hmm. and um, we parked on it first light, and I didn't go on it for probably even a quarter mile, and I got a message on my inReach. It was it was Brandon because yep. he was out. He had he had a couple of hunters that were doing guided hunts and uh, stands. Yep. He was dropping them off and he cut like a monster track not far from where I was at and he was like, "You need to get off that track that you're on right now and come over here and get on this track." And yep. I was like, I was hesitant to because the track I was on was nice and I was already like, "Yeah, that's really, on its own." Uh,
0: was it fresh? Was it a fresh? track? Uh, yeah.
4: On? It was. To be honest, it was a it was well it was hard to look at it looked like it was fresher than the one that he was on he thought the one that he was on was a little older yeah but, but it was, it was just a it was thanksgiving week so he thought maybe they were slowing down so yeah he wouldn't be far so i got off it because i at least wanted to see the other track i figured i could always come back over to the other one and get back on it yeah and uh, my dad actually picked up a track he my dad came back and ended up tracking the same he went on the track that i wasn't that I didn't take. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, Dad, why don't you just go track that deer? And he did. He put in, my dad put in like nine miles on that track that day. and oh, never, that's a long ne- day. Never saw the deer. Yeah. And uh, actually another guy ended up, ended up, one of the guided hunters ended up being close to my dad. And he had a opportunity at that buck. It was a nice eight point, I guess, and he didn't get it. My oh, dad kind of like pushed it over to where he was at. Yeah. And that guy got like in a, in a cut and it was kind of circling around him with does and he ended up seeing it. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, I went over to... That other track, and it was huge. It was, like, one of the ones where it almost looks like it's, like, pulling leaves and stuff up out of the ground. Right, like, it's when it like pulls its foot up, like, a chunk of ice. On one of the ones of you look at, and you're like, it was, oh, man. clown-footed, for sure. Yeah. So, I went on it. This isn't a super long tracking story, either. Like I said, I haven't. I've been lucky, I would say, to be, to, I've killed some bucks tracking. But I haven't yep. gone on, like, a marathon track. Other than ones that I've missed and have not got. They've right. they long. But um, I went about a half mile. He was with... He was with those There was, like, so what it was, it was, like, there was, like, two does walking together, and then he kept, like, you could tell he was kind of, he was running them a little bit. He was, like, shagging them. They were, like, going down the trail, and then he would cut off, like, his track would swing off, and then it would come back into their track, and he'd yep. push them some more. So yep. it was pretty open, open hardwood on this side. There was a swamp on, like, the, up the west side of this piece and a, and a real big hardwood knob. And um, those does went up. And I jumped him about halfway up this ridge, and they, they kind of ran out fifty yards and just stopped, and they stared at me for a while. And I threw my gun up, and I'm looking for the buck, yeah. And I don't see him, so I waited there for about probably five minutes or so just to see if he would get up or show himself. And yep. he never did. The doe's moved off to my left, and uh, I just the wind was pretty really windy that day. It was probably well not really windy fifteen twenty enough to be to right. cover to cover some noise because yeah. the snow wasn't super quiet. It was pretty good, but it had a little. Little had crunch, a little squeak little crunch to it. to it or something, yeah. And um, the wind was blowing like from my left to right. And I just, I thought maybe he had cut off of them and went a different direction. So rather than just following them, I just, I wanted to look up on top of that ridge. It's like a big, uh, it's, like a, it's like a little plateau up there with kind of like a dip. So yeah. you can see pretty far on that top. So I, I just, I made like a hundred yard swing to my left. And when I got my head and shoulders above that rise there it was surreal because I hadn't actually seen a buck in Maine to this point. So I was yeah. like, I, I felt possible. like, do they actually exist? <laughs> this is possible. So I see this really nice-sized body of a deer. I couldn't really see his head that well yet. Actually, I could see his antlers, but it looked like sticks, Yeah. which is kind of always a good sign because yes. it was pretty visible with the naked eye. Yeah. So um, I had like a – I was using a Ruger 44 carbine. I yep. still carry that gun at the time. It, it had a fixed 2.5 uh, loophole on it. So yep. my magnification was pretty good but not the greatest Cause he was about – 85, 90 yards in open hardwoods, which is a rare shot for in, the Northwoods, anyways. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. you don't get a lot of hardwood tops where you can see that far where yeah. you see a deer. Yeah. And um, he was kind of wind checking. You could tell he was he he was like nose in the wind, and he was he was a little skittish because he he obviously just jumped with those does and circled around. But he was kind of like what? And what, he was planning on happened? going back to those does. I'm sure he was just going to parallel that ridge and get back on them. So it was just honestly a lot of luck to number one that I decided to make that move and that he happened to be there. So right. stuff had to come together, but. Right um he finally moved his head a little bit to where i could see he had a real long his g3 on his left side was like right around a little under like 11 and a half inches so it was really it was like a dagger point yeah. so i saw that and i was like yeah, all right we're it. good and I, <laughs> I i was another thing was cool was I, I was down on a knee at that point so i was actually able to like you know put my rest my gun my elbow on my knee yeah. and get a pretty steady first shot and yep. uh, when i hit him on the first shot i hit him like. Like low on the shoulder, like right, like heart region there. Yep. And uh, he hunched up, and he actually didn't know. He had no idea where I was. He turned and ran right toward me. So at this point, he's like, he runs to like 40 yards, and I slam one into him straight on as he's coming at me. And he turns, and I and I think I ended up dumping like two more into him before he hit the ground. Oh man! And I I just remember I was so happy when I ran up to him that I just started laughing hysterically <laughs> like i've never it's like like almost like tears of joy it's an after. unexplainable feeling I, it, was when, it stuff, was
0: when stuff like that happens it was crazy yeah. yeah
4: i i um i went up to him i just sat with him for a while and just just That's sat awesome. next to the buck and just took it all in and yeah i didn't even uh i wanted to take good pictures of him he was about a mile from the from the closest uh road there where we'd come in on and i messaged brandon he was all pumped up and messaged my dad and um, they're like we're coming to get you, and I was like, I'll have him down to the road. By the time you get, it was all downhill. <laughs> yeah. So it was perfect. like I think it was point nine mile down to the road, and I oh. didn't I didn't want to gut him yet because I wanted to take some good pictures with those guys before yeah. I just hooked onto him and just. <laughs> and in how, liter- he, how much? How he weigh? He was he dressed at one ninety six. And uh, that's a heavy drag. I, I just even, even I was mile. on adrenaline. Yeah. I just grabbed a hold of him and just. What? And the other cool thing was there was a well, there's a couple of cool things about this this buck. Um, so did you guys meet Lucas Benoit? Yeah. Yep. So So um, another guy I know up there Dan Wagner. Okay. Uh, Lucas hunts with with Dan. Okay. And they had had Lucas had tracked this buck like a couple of days prior, and he'd pushed him past the camera while he was tracking him. So those guys have it. There's a picture of like the buck I shot coming past the camera, yeah. and then Lucas coming past oh, like cool. not far behind him. Yeah. Just no way. And then, then you, uh, you ended, ended, and ended up him. ended up. D- getting them that was just kind of neat because you don't you don't you don't really yeah get to see how did you even how
0: did you even link up how did you even link that together uh brandon did oh okay. just because they're both outfitters mm-hmm. up
4: there and he saw oh, he saw that buck on dan's facebook he's like he sent it to me i was like that's pretty neat that is awesome and um yeah so i i tore down to the road with it and got into like a nice clearing there and then we all got together and took got yeah. to take, take some real nice photos oh, with the box. The yeah
0: you're showing us pictures dude. the pictures were awesome know, thank you so.
4: and then um actually the 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 wardens were awesome too because i I met two of them they were like they were like with brandon and they they helped us load the buck up and everything oh really met those guys they were cool they were all telling me what they thought the weight would be they were pretty close they all thought it was going to be 190 they They were pretty spot on they probably
0: see us stuff all the time that's what they do just guess the weights of every buck so they're probably pretty spot on with it
4: oh yeah no yeah so that was um no that was a it was an awesome experience to to have my dad in camp with Absolutely. me and stuff there too. The and first
0: buck I ever shot. My dad was there, my brother was there, my best friend's dad was there. And it's something I'll never ever forget. So yeah.
4: Oh, that was the other thing I was gonna say. There was another connection there, so that I never I never met I've never met this guy, but Lucas and them though, his name is Patrick, he shot a monster that same week I was there. Yep. And he ended up he shot that buck on the same plateau that I shot mine on. Really? So like when I shot my buck, I could see where he had gutted his, <laughs> like only like forty yards from where mine died, and I actually one of the things that made it easier was all I did was go over and hit like the sled trail from him dragging his buck, and I dragged mine you like had a perfect br- little. I trail I, to d- drag I deviated him out. a little bit more at the end, but I almost drug it right down to the same drag marks. <laughs> as, hit the one he shot was a giant. It was it was. It was I don't, I don't it. remember. It was it was. I'm pretty sure it was. Two, I think I think it was 200. But the rack was it was a racker. It was. Yeah, freaking Yeah, I'm giant. sure you didn't drop
0: a pin or anything on that spot to go back to
4: ever right. <laughs> it's actually like well yeah. I <laughs> been on all spots but i don't know that the north is weird like that though i mean you they're yeah with the cutting and stuff it's right. you could go back there the next year and there could be no deer there yeah right I'm not, know i'm not i'm bad with that i'm not real secretive with spots either so. yeah normally way. people ask me where i shot something i tell them yeah you know, i realize we're all hunting around each other right? yeah i don't so it's yeah, really nice to see we're just not saying where it is but really yeah we're all around
0: the more people other. we talk to are like we hunt here and they're like oh we hunt there too and that's like next person like yeah we hunt there too so <laughs> yeah Hunters i mean hunting the same spots
4: it's you know. like fishing spots i mean i agree like there's some there's some locations that i can see why somebody would want to be tight-lipped about it. just oh, yeah, if it's yeah. like a deep end spot where you like to go pick up a right, track or something right. and that's kind of an unwritten code anyways like if yeah. somebody takes you to a spot like that you should you should honor that you know what exactly I mean? or ask yes. them like man is it okay if i go in there and check for yes. a track or something i think that's common courtesy absolutely I wouldn't go to somebody's bass fishing honey hole that they've been winning tournaments at and, right. yeah, and hit their spot first. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. no. No, no. no. I, I show but. Brad the spots and then he goes. <laughs> I,
0: yeah. So I got the boat. Yeah, yeah he has the boat and I got the spots
4: <laughs> no i mean there's always going to be some guys that have some animosity but i think the majority of people want to see people succeed so Absolutely, I, I, I'm, for sure. and i i know i do i want to see guys get deeper. Yeah. so yeah if
0: you talk to people around here like yeah, all these booths around here everyone's like we just want to see everyone do well and that's what's awesome about the northeast culture and even tracking culture in general but um yeah so uh, actually i want you to tell the adirondack story Which that you told us the uh the one,
4: where I met the one with where I met Joe. Yes, yeah, okay. that's a really that's uh, that's cool. Because you've made a r- a lot of really cool. Connections. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been blessed to to meet the guys that I've met and, yeah. and the way that I've met them, like in the field and stuff. Yep. So um, uh, that was that's that's 2020. So, um, 2020 I went back to Allagash um, Thanksgiving week. My buddy Nick. Uh, yeah, he come up with me it was that's his first it was his first year tracking. and he got he got addicted to oh yeah he got addicted so he's it's like he's, that I found a tracking buddy so yeah. <laughs> he goes up with me which is awesome because i didn't have any i didn't have any friend. i mean i've taken a few friends i took my one buddy ethan to the adirondacks and he did like a couple long days and he was like dude this is not for me. He's <laughs> yeah. like, this is beautiful woods, but I, I can't do this. I yeah. see, he's like, I might come up here and stand hunter I was like, well, that's cool, man. Yeah. Like, put Whatever. you on some spots, yeah, I actually respect that a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. he he gave it a, he gave it a college try though for sure. It's not for everybody. Well, at least he didn't sure. just ghost. You know, like he yeah. pitted, just He's also got like head. twenty inch long legs, so I, it was, I don't think it, the hills <laughs> took like it out on him. Adam. Yeah. He was crawling over the logs
0: like Adam. We step over our buddy Adam our cat who you brought. Oh yeah. He always says he's like, yeah, you guys walk over the logs,
4: and I have to freaking crawl over the top of them so yeah what do you say he's built like he, you're built like a pole and he's built like a troll I yeah 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 he'll appreciate this one right <laughs> here <Yeah. laughs> um so yeah so we we went up to allagash um and ended up just being complete coincidence but uh joe denito had already tagged out on a big buck kind of early in the adirondacks and he came up and stayed with brandon there at, uh allagash guide service yeah and um he was an awesome dude he 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 and he gave us signed copies of our books and of his book and answered all our questions i got to shoot guns with him a little bit yeah and and like
0: i was telling you before there's not a lot of people who have had an experience like that with with joe that's something really special and really really cool
4: no he's uh i would say he definitely um i learned to slow down more for the end game for from him more than anybody because i i didn't really have a problem catching up so a lot of the deer but um, I was definitely having a problem putting the brakes on. I was just—he was just over <laughs> here talking it's to us. It's a lot of I, people's problem. But, I kind of told him yeah. the
0: same thing. That's the problem I have right now, being so new to track. Well, I think it's so.
4: dif- i think everybody has like a their own style. You're always gonna. There's some guys that are a mix of that, yeah. and, and then you got some like guys are just bold. Guys like when Lanny was young, and he could just—he's such a good shot that. Yeah, I think that's a lot of it too. You know, how are you? A, are you the kind of guy that? Maybe you do a lot of upland shooting and stuff, and you're a really good point shooter, right. and you're good at shooting bucks on the move. And maybe you're kind of guy needs to work on being a lot sneakier because you need to shoot bucks because that are stand you know up out of their yeah. bed. Or I think I'm a little bit more on that side. Yep. I haven't, I don't have an extensive. I'm, I've been shooting a lot more than I ever have. Yeah, I, I archery hunted like extensively, so I always like in my earlier hunting career, <clears throat> so I always shot archery competitively to be a better hunter okay. so now i'm kind of looking for like a, a competitive like shooting avenue yeah. of some kind and you're, to a, kind of facilitate you're a gunsmith you said right i am yeah okay. I, that, I, that's recent um, okay i did actually just um i graduated from pennsylvania gunsmith school um august of last year okay i kind of messed with guns yep. amateurly like my whole life and uh I, I ended up in a cool position the guy that used to work on on all my guns he i didn't really have a place to set up yet. And I wasn't in a financial position to open up my own shop. Yet. Right. It was kind of like a longer plan for me. Yep. And he was like, dude, why don't you just get your, bring your tools over here and just set up here. He's like, you can just work under me for a while and really and get, get your feet underneath oh, that's you. Awesome. And, and I ended up staying there. We we like working with each other so much yep. that I just, I opened up my FFL with his. So we got two yep. businesses out of the it, same. If building. you want to, you could plug your, the name it's, of your uh, business um, too. It's Offhand Gunworks. Okay, out of Pennsylvania. Out of Pennsylvania. A scenery Hill PA, so Southwestern PA. Cool. Um, there will be media pages and stuff for it eventually like i told you i'm a bit of a hermit when it comes to that so i have literally <laughs> no instagram or anything yet yep. there there will be uh there will be at least at a minimum there'll be an instagram with a portfolio of some work and awesome. some contact info and i hate to say it but there might be a facebook page at some point <laughs> <laughs> there reluctantly there might yeah, be, there might be one yeah it gets us all <laughs> so well i'll get i'll cut back to the yeah, to the story yep. um so joe the I want to say I keep trying to think of what day this was. I feel like it was the 23rd. I don't. I, I, that's what day I think it was. But I could be off a day here or there. But anyways, it it was it was forecasted rain on snow that day. Yeah. So it was, which isn't like super common, especially the amount that it ended up raining. So it was, there was about I think we had like six inches, six to eight inches of snow on the ground when it when it rained, and it started raining like first thing in the morning. It was like started out about 37, 38 degrees. Yeah. I went back to an area that I'd been cutting tracks in the last couple of days and uh there's there had been another another guy tracking back in there a nice guy from west virginia i can't remember his name yep. uh, it Was him his boy they tracked back in there and yep. they were kind of running roads and they had been ahead of me most days so i'd seen they were back in there and i know like they had already looked at this one track that i looked at and i didn't mess around i liked the track so yep. i pulled off on it yeah and uh i by the it was actually snowing in the morning so it snowed like three quarters of an inch and then it turned in the rain because right. it was like just changing temperature so i drove up to like a like the cul-de-sac there like the end of a skid road there and turned around and by the time i come back around i actually couldn't see the definition in the track because that three-quarter inch had gone right in it just deteriorated that fast right. so i got on that track and he was going into kind of a little swamp right off the bat um i shouldn't call it a swamp it was just low land yep. But it was a little wet there yeah and uh, he was meandering everywhere, so I never went fast on this deer from the get go because yep. I knew his track. Like, I had confidence that his track was fresh when I first saw it, and even though it had snow, and I knew that that was like recent, like within, right. within the last hour. Yeah. So I, he was just looping. He cut back on his own track like four or five times in this spot, and I didn't. That's one thing. I, if I think it's the same track, when I like when I first started, I would have followed out all those meanderings. I didn't even right. do that. I might look at him with my eyes, but I just went to the fresh set. Went to the fresh set. Went to the fresh set. Yeah.
1: Sure.
0: Yeah.
4: Then I came to a bed that had three quarters of an inch of snow in it and a walking track coming out that had still had snow in it, so what he had done is he bedded there, and then I should have put the I should have been in like super sneak mode here, yeah, but I wasn't yeah, I thought I was i don't know why i mean i I knew that the snow was like an hour, so i he, he had just gone over and bedded again like another thirty yards from where I was at oh okay. so but I wasn't going super fast, I was still walking slow so. yeah. I took him by such surprise like I came up on him in his bed at like 15 yards and there was like a little ledge there and I could just see his back he got up and ran he gave me plenty of opportunities (laughs) you've ran like dead away from me yeah I had a 358 win that I rebarreled for myself it's a 760 okay short barrel like 60 and a half inches it had a peep on it yeah which was fine but I think that looking back I've actually switched to putting a little bit more a smaller of an aperture in my peep because i shoot them a little bit better when they have when i take it out it's actually so ghosted for me for my vision sometimes i can't even tell where it is at all which i know is kind of the premise but no i know exactly i shouldered it and realized that i had actually shot like with the with the rear sight like all the way off to the side so i probably like missed them like way wide the one side but i I put i shot three at him when he's going away at like 30 yards and i didn't touch him and then um, I ended up putting them up like another four times and not getting a shot at them. And at the end of the day, which I know it sounds crazy, but there wasn't a lot of snow, yeah. so it was easy to walk. And I was I was on a lot of adrenaline. Yeah. So I um, I ended up being at like 18.4 miles for the end of the day by the time I got wow. back to the truck. Twelve yeah. of twelve of it was chasing the deer, and the rest of it was walking back to the vehicle. Yeah. That's um, the, boy. If, so if you wonder what it's like. To sometimes track bucks in the Adirondacks. That's, there you go. That's crazy. It's a long day, a and long I can day. see how that. This happens. one, this this is this is Allagash right now. Oh, the oh, oh, this okay. is Allagash. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. this, this I, yeah is I was no just Allagash. roll. I was just did that to roll into how I met Joe. Oh, because okay. I want to oh, okay. talk because that's that's he was in. So Joe's <laughs> this is Allagash. Put that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. Just, yeah, I have some reason <laughs> no, you're good. To switch the Adirondacks. No, but no, go no, 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 no. Yeah, I met Joe in in the Allagash. Right, he came up there. That was the year he shot his big. So after that, I went back to camp. Joe shot monster like 221 like 11 point <laughs> yeah. on that same day yeah and uh we got to go to the weigh station and stuff with and him which was cool and celebrate with him. That's oh, an awesome and, uh, yeah. that is awesome it like i said the snow crusted the snow crusted over that night and i ended up hunting that next day and i actually got back on that same buck and uh he got with the doe on that crunch i jumped him right next to the road it was crazy like where i left his track he never really went that far he actually got with the doe and the snow was bent on the trees then because it, it, like, got heavy, heavy with yeah. the ice. Yeah, Because it went down to 19 degrees that night after that rain. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went 50 yards in the woods, and they had bedded right next to the road. I jumped them as soon as I went in. They, they circled up around, went back across the road, hit a migration trail up there that looked like a cow path. Yeah, I And thought. they went straight for, like, six, seven miles never and never stopped. even deviated from the path. So I, and I was exhausted from walking through that crunch. Yeah. So I got off of that track because I didn't think I was going to be able to seal the deal on them. And I was I was beat from the day before, too. My legs were killing me. Yep. And, oh, I uh,
0: bet 18 miles. <laughs> I ended up
4: going back to camp there, and Brandon gave me Hal's number. That's how I ended up going down to Jackman. Yep. And those guys took really good care of me and put me up for Yeah. Hal let me drive in at night. Again, and it,
0: another experience that <laughs> a lot of people never have. Not a lot of people you get know. invited to Hal Bud's place. Just people, so stay yeah, the night. all these
4: guys are all super generous guys really yes. i mean they're, yep. they're they're awesome people i mean hal let me sleep in his like i said in his in his little garage room right. there for the night and put me on put me on an area the next day and i and i, I did track a buck that day yeah and didn't get on one the next day but got to yep. see that woods nice woods, a little more little more mountainous down there i did oh, like okay. i did like the elevation in that oh, in the yeah. region yeah yeah like a little more higher tops is a little more green growth and stuff on them it's it's pretty woods there yeah and um i had tail and went went headed for the Adirondacks then because they had they had snow there yeah and uh, I wanted to go to the high peaks because I like hunting over there that's where we hike and stuff and uh, my wife and I hiked the – try to do the 46 yep. so we go up and bang out four or five awesome. of them in a week or whatever and then mark them off on our little our little pin board yeah cool. yeah the, the, the infamous <laughs> pin board yeah, yeah. yeah. and then yeah. um so they didn't have good snow over there really they had like a skiff it was like yep. I called I've made some contacts over there since just like restaurant hunters and stuff where I've stayed and they say, nah snow's not really too good over here yeah those are good and contacts so to have. Joe had told me, he's like, you know, keep your eye on the, on like old forgeries And you said, they tend to get more snow over there. So yeah. he had actually put me, he called me up and put me, he was trying to get me to check a specific area. And I just misconstrued his directions because I was writing it down on post-it notes when I was on the phone with him. And I had like these four post-it notes stuck to the dash of my truck. And yeah. I thought I got to where he wanted And it was getting later in the, later in the morning, it was like eight, eight thirty, 30. And, um. I just pulled over. I liked the way the ridge to my left looked, it was a big, nice big hardwood ridge. Yeah. I pulled the truck off, got out, was walking straight uphill. Just, I was just going to go to the top of that ridge and just parallel it and see if yeah. I could cut a track. Well, I quarter mile up before I got to the top, I cut a, looked like a nice track. It was actually hard to see the track because the doe tracks were clear and the reason I thought the buck was definitely heavier than them anyways is because there was only like an inch and a half, two inches of snow and it was wet. And when he would push down, it would squish all the snow out from underneath his track to where you almost couldn't see the definition of it. You could just yeah. see, like, more of a disturbance in the leaves. But you could right. see his stagger pretty good. That's yeah. pretty and cool it, that,
0: you picked, that you picked up on that, though. Well, he was coming downhill, too, so yeah. I was trying to
4: account for that because he was sliding a little bit. So I was like, I'll wait to see what he looks like when he walks on a flat here or something yep. to get, like, a, yep. a better gauge of what he yep, looks right. like. But um, So I followed them. Actually, they they had kind of, like, I had already paralleled them on the way in because they'd, like, come down the hill and then, like, there's two creeks that come together right there. Yeah. uh Brooks, whatever. Yeah. I, I call them Cricks. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, Brooks. <laughs> Cricks, Brooks, but, <laughs> whatever. What yeah, whatever they they had them. kind of paralleled that, so I ended up just turning around and basically going back the way I'd just come, but just like another hundred yards in the woods. And uh they went like a about a half mile. They kinda of paralleled that that main road going down in there. Yep. It's thick in there too. It's there's a few open spots, a lot of blowdowns, but yep. a lot a lot of mature conifer in there. Yeah. Kind of hanging out there in the winter time, I think, a lot of feed. Yep. And uh, he split off from the from the doe track like just a just a r- a hard hard left like almost so hard that he turned backwards on his own track at like a 45. Yeah. And uh, the like doe he's r- off the highway r- now. <laughs> that's exactly perfect analogy. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. yeah, that's why yeah, okay. I like was like did the stop like where you're like whoop and like put your gun close to you and I turned left, and there was like a a real hot a big dead uh, tree next to me that was probably like yeah I had to like do like a leg up to get over it. Yeah. But It actually ended up being a good thing because I think it blo- that buck was bedded in that creek. And it blocked. All, all he could see was the top of my head when right. I made that stop. So when I turned, there was a blowdowns going up a hill there, and uh, he was running straight away from me. And I just, that was like the best snapshot I've done to this point. It was just like <laughs> instinctive. The gun came up, I shot it, and ended up hitting him like halfway up the back because he was running up the hill. Yep. And I recovered the bullet like right underneath the throat patch there. And he just, oh, no he like fell backwards on his antlers. Like, oh, did like that's the, awesome. And, uh, that's he, awesome. He was he ended up dying like, not even a quarter mile from the road, which was awesome. I didn't have a super long drag, and then like yep. I said, I met um, the guys that have a camp down there. Uh, yep. P- P.J. Hyde's the guy's name. Super nice guy. Uh, those guys helped me load the buck up and everything. I made awesome. friends with them and awesome. got to hang out with Joe and Steve for the rest of the day. And that's great. Dude. Those, those are awesome. Yeah, stories. <laughs> Joe probably
1: thought this kid's all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was, yeah like, he, was, he was like, he was he was
4: like, he's like, I, I get know. the assist, and I was like, you most definitely do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Man. Those are great stories, and like I said, those are great connections that you made doing it. So, that's oh, yeah. awesome. awesome. Been,
4: been really lucky. I appreciate you guys having me on too. Yeah, it's thanks been, for uh, coming on, man. You that guys was awesome. got great content. It's it's. We appreciate that. Nice to see all the new content coming out. It gives you, before that, you're just while well, you are always waiting for like something new to come out. You're like checking Spotify a new one is there a new one? <laughs> a new one? <laughs> Need well, stuff we really, to listen well, to well, on I the way was to work. The only one that did that. No yeah. way. <laughs> I think we yeah. all do that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, yeah. we really appreciate it,
0: man. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Okay, guys, I don't I don't know if that recorded anything or not before, but we have uh, Chris the cameraman here from Just Hunt Club. <laughs> How do you watch that twice cam- in a row? It's
2: cameraman Chris. I did it.
0: I did it on purpose. Oh, C- cameraman. No, Chris the cameraman. All right. Anyways, Chris is gonna tell South
2: Dakota uh, buck story and yeah. then whatever the whatever the hell else he wants to talk about. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, we can talk about um, my archery buck from 2018 in New Hampshire. Yeah, it's my biggest deer in New England. Start of the South Dakota one. But we ain't going to talk about it right now. <laughs> Let's do South Dakota first. Um, so we actually, um, I was talking to a buddy. So one of my best friends, Griff, his, um, his brother Graham is in the military with um, this kid, Alex. And Graham was home one time, and he's like, and when I say home, I mean in New Hampshire, he wasn't serving. He's like, Alex's dad owns like 4,000 acres out in South Dakota. And I was like.
4: <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> but so he ended up reaching out to Alex's dad Chad and, and Brett and I first hunted it in 2020 he killed a I think, it, I think it was a 153 inch yeah Brett shot a job out there did you film them right? I did film that Yeah, it was a very uh, quick September 1st awkward hunt we weren't ready for it if you haven't seen it go check it out on the Just Hunt Club channel and then I went the year after and I killed like and probably 115 inch full velvet deer it was just a fun trip but so last year was the third year we hunted this farm this is why i met chris mayonnaise hot dogs everywhere
0: (laughs) (laughs) i've never had never seen that in my life yeah chris does not like the mayonnaise that
2: i put on the hot i don't really do it anymore though i kind of grew out of it i feel like you should just call it like an (laughs) aioli can we just lie and call it an aioli dog (laughs)
0: I'll, I'll Snapchat Chris or text him or something. He'll be like, how's that mayonnaise on them hot dogs? <laughs>
2: Nasty, dude. But, uh, yeah, so Jamin, our uh, ex. Are we calling him an ex-camera dude or old intern? I have more of a friend at this point. He ain't my friend. <laughs> I'm glad he isn't here today. I'm just kidding. Jamin is, uh, what's his last name, Davis? Yeah. Jamin Davis. He's a good, let me get a sip, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus he's a good camera guy he's very good he, he is very it. good behind the camera yeah, he learned everything from me <laughs> 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 but uh Jamin and i got there i think two days before the season and uh which is typical you get there you start to glass the beans it's obviously different you know it's a different it's not like back here in home no. well, er, especially in New Hampshire, Maine, Mass, like, I don't have beans to scout in. And, and, like, to
0: preface it, there's, at at the end of the night, there's just bucks pouring into these fields. Yeah. I've never seen bucks like that in my entire life So yeah. I went on that trip.
2: Preface it. <laughs> You're going to teach me some words today, <laughs> Yes, dude. sir. Yes. yes, sir. I need to expand my Hopefully vocabulary. Hopefully I can teach you how to play cornhole, but we'll work on that. We won last night. But, yeah, uh, yeah so we got there two days prior, and, uh, like, um... Bailey said they're just they pour out of the out of these draws up into the beans and it's just it's a very simple process like you're just you glass the beans you figure out how they're entering the beans. Yeah, but the story about how you went about killing your bucks actually really cool. Yeah. It's so, interesting. We're going to get there, dude. I know. I know. Yeah. So here we go. <laughs> so first night we find a couple deer we're like okay. So we were jumping around the first night. Just there was I think there's there was two or three sections of beans one of the one of the sections that really stood out to me was i think it was i'm going to say it was 5 acres it might have been more yeah. but it was a it was a long skinny strip so in it so picture the draw was on it's to the north so they're heading they're coming up out of the draws they're heading south this plot of beans is 300 acres wide but it's running north to south so it's these deer don't need they're not going to be on the south end of it you know no matter how big it is they're just going to enter the beans and start eating Yeah So it was It's a really good pinch point. point Second night And then I actually I think we were there Three days before the season I think it was three days I don't remember John and I got there afterwards So I don't know Yeah You guys were late <laughs> No, Jamin was late To pick you up from the airport <laughs> Yeah, he was Like seven hours, dude No wonder <laughs> I No wonder I don't like that kid, dude Where was he, dude? Hey This is my theory He went to the wrong airport 'Cause we were talking I think he went to Saint Pierre. Wherever the hell that is. <laughs> There's only like two And I just I just think 'cause I picked on him so much he didn't want to be like um Listen to this. This is how stupid this sounds. I'm at the wrong airport. You suck, dude. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I sat in a bar in uh what's the capital? <sighs> Of no South idea. Dakota. No idea Nobody name. knows. <laughs> people in South Dakota don't even know. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Rapid City? Maybe. It's wrong. I don't know. Whatever. I sat in a bar for, for I want to say, seven hours. Drinking Coca-Colas. Yeah, had my scent crusher bag right underneath <laughs> the, the bar. I met a couple people. We chatted. We played pool for hours. Check out the channel. Yeah, it was cool. Not really, but <laughs> – so, yeah, where was I? So, they're entering So – all right, so a couple nights goes by. Long story short, let's get to it. This buck on the second night, we see him jumping out. So, picture long, skinny strip of beans, corn on each side, and then a draw to the north. They have to run through a hay field for about 200 yards. Cle- and they run through it. They run through it. And clearly this buck, he, he didn't want to just run through it. He wanted to go around, and I'll get to that and how we figured this out. So he's he's jumping out of the corn, and in two nights in a row, James like, yep, same buck. He's jumping out of the corn. I'm like, where the hell's this deer going, or where's he coming from? So the first we did it, we, opening day, we did a morning sit down in the bottom um, on a pond, nice little pinch point that you know they come down off the beans and funnel back down into this draw. Brett killed in 2020 out of the stand. Yeah. Um, so we had an unsuccessful morning, and that evening we sat, pretty much used it as a, um, I need that vocabulary, dude. <laughs> I, don't a, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to we say. We used it as a, um, like a, we just, we sat up in the tree and just pretty much scouted again. Right. There's so a word for it. Like uh, an observation stand. Observation sit. Yeah. Perfect. You Thank you, brother. You're welcome. I, I got appreciate you. appreciate you. Always. I owe you a mayonnaise hot dog. <laughs> relish on it (laughs) no relish no no an aioli dog (laughs) (laughs) man there's hella flies over here on your hats (laughs) but uh squirrel (laughs) but so um we used the we we did an observation sit and once again the same buck popped out hold on guys the wind's picking up (laughs) <laughs> Chris is never gonna get through this story. We're gonna get through it too. <laughs> never gonna get through it. We're gonna get through it. So um, he comes comes out of the corn. So now I got this. I got. He's definitely not coming through the hayfield because that's where we were kind of sitting the first two nights, and he's hopping over our shoulder to the left out of the corn. And he didn't come through the little section of timber tonight because we would have shot him in the side. So we're gonna start backtracking now today's september 1st so september 2nd i say you know what we're not even going to hunt the bottom the wind i don't think was good so the second night we get up in uh we get up in a tree actually go back i lied <laughs> i lied we set up in the blind yeah yes the, the hay blind the second morning yeah which was watching the crossing cuz i figured I figured in the mornings he might not try to do his little sneak around. He might go through the hayfield and sneak through the gap. And we were getting pictures. I had, I had cameras here. He was, he was yeah. running through that gap in the mornings. He literally walked 20 yards on the other side of the gap. We saw him that morning, and I was like, okay. I know where he's going now, and I know where he's hopping in the beans. So at this point, it's just you got to start putting everything together. I know where he's, I know where he's coming. I don't know where he's coming out of the draw, but I know where he's going in. But I, and I know where he's hopping into the food source. So now uh, we're working with that. So that evening sit, we sat where on the other side of the gap, just inside the timber. So we're, we're, we're moving off the bean field. We're going back towards the, uh, towards the draws, towards the bedding. And we sat there, and I got a glimpse of a buck that evening come up out of the draw, and then he disappeared. And it was like 200 yards to our east down below us. And I was like, damn, I think that's him, dude. <laughs> so that night we had a couple does come by, actually shot a coyote right in his side. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That thing was like the size of a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> it was tiny. Dude, we walked up. On, I found it the next day doing a little s- scouting mission. I'm like, was that even the one I shot? It looks huge on film. <laughs> There's coyotes everywhere out there, though. Yeah. They're everywhere. Thing was like three and a half pounds. <laughs> <coughs> this is some damn good Great Value water. <laughs> so the next day, we did a little scout mission. I this time of year, yes, you do need to p- pay attention to your scent control, but like at this point, I just needed to go where I had seen that deer, like come through the draw and then he disappeared. I needed to see that, and your time was running out. It was at, it was running out. Yeah. Fuck, excuse me, <laughs> almost came out, <laughs> saved it. <laughs> I'm bad That's at swearing. A, uh, just let her roll, dude. My freaking kids are gonna be bad mouths. <laughs> It's going to be bad. <laughs> if you ever have any, you have to get a girlfriend first for that. That is true. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> ain't got time for that. So we walked down in there, and this is where I, I found the dead coyote. He ran down in there. Um, and we're looking around, and there's this one trail that comes up out of the draw, and it's beat down, so the other deer were using it too. And I'm like, this is the only trail over here. It's like further east. All the other deer were pretty much coming out further west and then running through the hayfield. And then there's like this little trail over here. And I followed it down in the draw. It goes down right where I saw that buck and comes up. And there was a little fence gap. So that evening, or actually at that point, I, we had the stands with us. We hung, we hung that set right there. Went home, showered up. The wind was going to be pretty sketchy. It was a, I think it was a straight east wind. And we're right on the line. Like, if this deer, if he's coming, he's going to be right in front of us. If he goes just a little bit west of us, that east wind is going to smack him right in the nose. And um, he came, he came. honestly, it was just right. Because he, he came a little bit from the west, but we'll get to that. So we get set up. We're all showered up. Stinky Jamin's getting his <laughs> camera set up. I'm like, I come up with this idea. I'm like, dude. I'm going to cut this big limb off this tree and drag it down to the draw on the trail. Because if the deer comes up out of the draw and takes a left, see you later, dude. Yeah. He's out at like 50, 50 yards. Nothing you can't handle. Though. Yeah. I can't shoot that. <laughs> I tried shooting a buck at 51 in Ohio back in 2018. Yeah, there go. Deer was in a different county when the arrow <laughs> got to him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember bringing it back to camp and showing the footage. Everyone's like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was that?
2: <laughs> it was so bad. The deer blew right before I let the arrow go, and like turned and started running up the hill. Yeah, I don't even think he was in frame when the arrow got to him. <laughs> really, but uh, yeah. So we're get we're, so I drag I, I cut this limb off and I drag it down, and I block off the whole trail coming up out of this draw. And I point the tree towards me. So if he comes up out of the draw, he's got to walk straight to me. So, um, it starts getting dark, and I, I'm pretty sure that I think the trip's it's over. Yeah. And you know, I, it was a it was a good trip. It was fun. Good group of guys. John was there with Bailey, and unfortunately, Jamin was <laughs> there with me. But <laughs> Jamin. Beggars can't be choosers. So. <laughs> He's gone anyways. I'm pretty happy about it. (laughs) I hope Jamin listens to this. I hope he listens to this. What else is he going to (laughs) do? He ain't got a girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So it's like three minutes before legal, and I actually did a closing interview already, and I was putting my bow down the tree. So a little premature. I have a couple minutes. And I hear ah! like what the hell is that? He's like right here, Chris, to the left. Here he comes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's crashing. <laughs> it's like full rut, dude. September fourth. <laughs> Not actually <laughs> He's step- chasing a dough <laughs> up
0: out of the draw. <laughs> he
2: he stepped on something and it made a large crack. And I put the I put the binos on him. It's it's pretty dark. Put the binos on him and I'm like that's him. And he he walks and he gets to the he gets to the limb. And he's like <laughs> sniffing on that thing, dude. <laughs> I think that's cameraman Chris. <laughs> and right when he said that in his head, dude. <laughs> I smoked his lungs 31 yards. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, he, and he took off. He went he ended up going fifty yards and he bled like twice. Yeah. It was all internal. Yeah. yeah. We um we did back out, we went back, we looked at the footage. That's a that's a huge game changer when you're filming you can rewatch stuff. The so if you're a canon guy, just shut the podcast off. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> because no canon cameras is that me
0: oh yeah he does actually have a canon yeah
2: all right catch you guys later (laughs) (laughs) see you dude (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) oh dude that's a wasp yep almost got stung out here (laughs) (laughs) the guy should get a net for these podcasts people can't be getting stung while we're doing this (laughs) so so we go back the footage is crap. Because <laughs> he's using a, a Canon R5. This has nothing to do with Jamin. Jamin sucks, but, like, <laughs> it has nothing The camera sucks it, more. Yeah, it. the camera's terrible. If we had the FX, it would have looked like noontime <laughs> on a Friday. Yep. <laughs> it would have been sweet. It would have been great. But it wasn't. Yeah, you can see a little bit. Yeah, you can see my <laughs> lighted knock. <laughs> That's about all you can see. But uh, what was that? A uh, dog. I think somebody just stepped on Gracie. <laughs> so uh we go in there and we're we're sniffing around in the grass i find my arrow i got the lighted the lighted knock and like i said he didn't he didn't bleed much but we found him and the deer was super inconsiderate because he just ran into the tree with his velvet like i wasn't <laughs> trying to like preserve it yeah or something yeah, well, you end care? up having—did you end up having to do like fake velvet on it? Yeah, right? yeah, for the mount. Yep, it's reproduction velvet. Yeah, the guy—he did a good job on Brett's, and he added a new—he um, added a new feature to his to his price. He does webbing, so they'll add like yeah. putty, yeah, make it look more realistic. And he—he he actually like—he um, paints like the veins in to make really? it. Really? Yeah, hmm. like with an airbrush after he puts the velvet I've on. I've never shot a velvet buck, so I wanna know. Yeah he probably never will. Called <laughs> <laughs> him. Called <Got> him. <laughs> yeah. him. But um Yeah he, he ended up scoring what? Hundred and fifty So the velvet wasn't on him when I scored it. It was one fifty five. I think I could get another inch and a half out of it. <laughs> Squeeze one more inch out yeah, of it. Yeah. It was thicker velvet. <laughs> yeah, he was uh he was an absolute stud. Great deer. Great hunt. That was one a of my really fun one, trip. Of, one of my favorite things. So Brett, Henry, Jake, and who else was up there filming? That's it. It was the yeah. three of them. Because um, no Justin Awanchuck. Oh yeah, it was, was filming, filming Brett. Brett. Yeah. Um, and I I had it on FaceTime. I'm like, he's not bleeding good, but this this is what I got so far. And I lifted the head up on FaceTime, and they're like oh, no. on the on the face. Like, ah. <laughs> it was awesome dude yeah, that yeah, was, was the, that was the best part of the trip yeah um yeah unfortunately hey if you're listening to this and you got a an early season september cape for cameraman chris <laughs> i need one because i <laughs> had to get on a plane man just yeah. to cut those antlers out yeah of we, were to, we were up till we were up till like 2 a.m it was bad yeah it was bad Yeah. But it was also we we couldn't get ice and I went to the butcher. I, I made it all happen. I actually donated the meat um, to a couple families out there. Um, so, yeah, that's that hunt. It that was amazing. That was a South Dakota buck. Now I want you to tell the the one with your bow. Yep. yep. So this is back in the Northeast. Yep. This is in the Northeast, um, in New Hampshire. And so I'm from I'm from Laconia, central New Hampshire. Um, we got a lot of good deer around us. I don't even know if I should say that. No. A lot of small deer around you. <sighs> we only have does. <laughs> <laughs> no bugs. <laughs> we only have does. But, uh, so I had pictures of this deer. I called him any eight because of his brow tines. And then he was just a mainframe eight. He ended up, he scored 140 in an eight. He's a beautiful deer. Really nice G2s that like swoop in. And uh, so... I had filled my muzzleloader tag in unit M on a small deer. I want to say it was sometime in October, and so I didn't. I didn't have a, um, a firearms tag, and I. So I did. I say I have had the pictures of this deer for yeah, two years. Yeah, you show me the pictures. Yeah, yeah. He's a solid deer. Now, this is before I really. I didn't know how to hunt big woods. I yeah. learned a lot from Brett. Um, so I go, I go up the mountain. I got my bow with me, and I'm pulling cameras. I'm pulling cards. And this one spot I went to first. I'm not kidding. I was in the woods for well, – it probably takes 40 minutes to hike in, but then probably another. probably another half hour, and I had a dead deer on the ground. So I pull the card. It's dead. There's a set of tracks going – right by the camera so I get down on my hands and knees and I'm sniffing on that paw print (laughs) and it stunk dude where'd you learn that tactic huh where'd you learn that tactic hail blood
0: (laughs) (laughs) yep really yeah yeah, I'm gonna have to listen to that podcast
2: yep I don't know if he's got one on it (laughs) no
0: personally he told you that personally yeah
2: yeah yep we're good friends so uh, I get down there, and I'm sniffing on it. And I'm, I'm thinking, that's probably a mature buck right there. <laughs> but the camera's dead, so I don't have any pictures of it. So this spot, this spot, it's a logging road that goes across, and there's a point. And these bucks always bed right on this point. And to be honest, I, they're there all times of the year. Summer, November, December, they always bed right here. So I don't know. like This that's is weird. this deer's core area. Yeah, he's always there. He seemed to have always been there, and I I had a really good feeling that this was him just by the smell of that hoof, <laughs> and um, so I got on the track. It's it's snowing slightly. That's kind of a tongue twister. Go ahead, try it. What's that? Snowing slightly. Snowing slightly. Maybe not. No, you're just. All right. <laughs> backtrack. So no I'm, pun intended. I um, backtrack. Yep. So yeah. I'm backtracking him. Gave up on sniffing. I already know he's a shooter. (laughs) So dude, I walk like I walk for like five minutes. And I'm going through um softwoods in the it's snowing a little bit and everything was like super wet snow and it's all like leaning over, like sagging down. And I got like this one lane, dude, thirty yards. And I see his frame. And instantly, I was like, that's literally him. I know for a fact that's any eight. He ended up, he had a spike and a doe bedded right there. I'm 30 yards from these three deer, and they're just like, honestly, I think she was hot. The spike's probably just so horny. <laughs> he's just not even paying attention. <laughs> and he's looking dead away. He might have been sleeping. <laughs> they're all just chilling. About to have a threesome. <laughs> 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 oh my god! <laughs> and I, this dude's about to have the best time of his life, man. I'm at full draw. Yes, Chris. I don't know if he says that. Chris does not have a rifle or anything. He has a bow. And I, and I draw back, <laughs> and I knock right in the back of his head, dude. And, okay. I'm not trying to sound unethical. It was my only shot and it was a it was a good it was a good shot and there was nothing in the way. And I, I shot him right in the back of the head and he lift, he like he obviously reacted to it, put his head back up, and put his head right back down, and he was dead right away. Yeah. And the spike stands up, he's like, damn. <laughs> I guess this ain't happening. <laughs> Let's go, Teresa. <laughs> The two of them run off. He's like, I ain't got to share now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I ain't sharing Teresa. He's dead. But um, <laughs> it was
0: pretty incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if I know personally anybody who has <laughs> tracked a buck with their bow and shot him no. in his bed. In the head. In the head. <laughs> I don't know anyone who's it, done I
2: promise it was, it was, it was a clean, it was a, it was my only shot too, which, I mean, I'm not going to bark at him, <laughs> have him stand up, <laughs> but I had, I had a clean shot, it was a good shot and he died right away. Yeah, he's a beautiful buck. I remember I called Brett and my dad right away and, uh, it was amazing, it all just seemed to work out, I guess we all get lucky sometimes and, uh. Yeah, Teresa, she gone. <laughs> Living another day. Yeah, well maybe it'll go back up and kill that spike someday. That was alive. um that was a long drag out. A very long drag out. Did you out. do it by yourself? No, my dad came. Oh okay. Brett didn't come help you? No, he's hours away. Well must not be that He good. ain't a friend, dude <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> so god. Alright, well I thought my dad was gonna bring a sled or something. He just brought a snowboard. What? Yeah, I don't know a why. A snowboard? Yeah. Did you strap the buck to the snowboard? Dude, my dad picked this thing up. 201 pounds. I got my patch for it and rode the buck <laughs> down the mountain <laughs> riding a snowboard. Did you with take this any video of it? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> why, you don't think John and them would want that footage? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got this buck strength he's on his back dude (laughs) and he's just freaking what's that dude's sean white dude (laughs) sean white with the (laughs) buck on his back down the mountain my dad's looking like sean white he don't even have long hair but he did that day (laughs) just going down just going down the mountain
1: oh my god i'm just
2: kidding we dragged that thing out two miles well sucked uphill chris thanks for the thanks for the comedy
0: comedy hour we really appreciate it sure (laughs) did you enjoy coming on the podcast (laughs) i did i like to uh i like to laugh i know i know you've really been looking forward to this
2: you've been begging me for months to come on yeah begging yeah Yep. so yeah we'll see what happens we got a little trick up our sleeve at just hunt club i think we're gonna have an eventful um september and uh are you gonna kill a buck this year i think so I had a bird crap on my arm yesterday, <laughs> so I think that's is that good luck. <laughs> next time, next time I'll just open my mouth and look up. <laughs> All right, we're gonna
0: end on that. Uh, that is get in ca- there, dude. That is cameraman Chris of Just Hunt Club. We'll
2: see you guys. I love you. Thanks, mayonnaise. <laughs>